Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right. All right, you know what? I'm not going to thank anybody because, as James pointed out last week, I am not going to pander to mediocrity, despite the fact that I'm sitting across from you, Mr. Breakwell. James Breakwell, a guy who's so tall, his legs barely reach the ground. He is my co-host, and he is also the esteemed exploding unicorn. How you doing tonight, James? I am in the midst of an existential crisis, as always. Oh, no, so, a Victor, perfectly normal. Rick Victor Frankel, Rollo May kind of moment. Okay, you can't be breaking out psychology terms here. Those aren't psychology. I, I That's existential philosophy. Those are existentialist philosophers. I, I get to the phrase existential, and then I'm done, okay? That's as far <laughs> in as I go. I know the title, and I'm out. I didn't realize you dropped the ball right there on the goal line, but that's that's your thing. All right. What What is your existential crisis? What's going on with you tonight? I have four kids. I'm always, I always have an existential crisis. If you have children and you don't have an existential crisis, you're not paying attention. <laughs> Did something happen this evening with the little unicorns? No, no. I mean, things have happened recently. Today, no. I, I just, just, I, I was, I was just doing filler, Steve. Let it go. Oh, it go. I thought you were going to wrap it around to your book, but obviously no, no, not. You've I, sold enough, no, and so I, we're good. I have no plan with these things. Come on, Steve. You know me better than that. Like, <laughs> I bet he has some brilliant three-part plan, and we can just kind of <laughs> ad-lib this thing to a goal. You know that's not going to happen. I thought you needed me to kind of shill for you right there, but I, <laughs> so I was going to feed it right back to you. And then, uh, and uh, so, uh, yeah, no, you took that, this, and then you punched me with it. get paid for this podcast right here. <laughs> just mad fumbling in the dark. That, should, that is pretty much all we've got going on here. Wow, all right. Well, speaking of mad fumbling in the dark. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, everyone who has accidentally stumbled upon this like you just kicked an end table while you're going to pee at night. This is Wrong and Wronger. Steve Olivas, that's me, and James Breakwell, that is him. We debate every week topics that people, I think people get into this stuff because we get a lot of feedback on Twitter, James. We, we, we do. I don't know how you quantify a lot, but we do get feedback i'll leave it at that there is the feed there is feedback it exists i don't i don't know what we what what are you defining as a lot these days you're having a no but kind of day it's not a yes and (laughs) kind of day what what is going on with you (laughs) i i'm trying i'm trying here (laughs) when you get feed i i I was setting you up i was just doing the self-deprecation that's my thing you build us up i tear us down that's the role Uh, all right all right, note to self, do not rely on Breakwell tonight. All right, all right. Now, before we get into the topic, and God help us when we get into the actual meat of this show, but we try to say, and I do use the word try and stress that in the sentence, we try to say something nice about each other. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess you have nothing prepared ahead of this show. I will think of something brilliant and kind as you say the kind thing about me. And depending how kind your thing is about me will determine how kind my thing is about you. So go ahead. Let me go just uh, translate that for the listeners as, yes, Steve, you're right. All right. So for you, James. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so James Breakwell, 
And uh, for those of you fans of 70s reality television, like uh, That's Incredible and, uh, and uh, uh, In Search Of, those kind of uh, precursors to the reality shows of today, you'll appreciate this reference. Because James, when he was a young lad, uh, he would watch reruns of those shows. They were only about 25 years old at the time. But he once, you guys can all picture this from your old days with that, it's incredible. He once bent a spoon using nothing but his mind and both hands and a pair of pliers. That was James Breakwell. He's an extraordinary kid. It was pretty incredible. I, I I called my parents down to watch, and and they made me pay for a new spoon. It was a it was a proud <laughs> moment in my life. I handed them the dollar forty five because apparently it was a pricey spoon. I, <laughs> I'll I, to this be day, darn. I, think they, I think they overcharged me back even back then. We'll we'll see. Well, um, I'll I'll get back. I'll I'll steal some spoons from them in the future to make up for it. I the spoon oh, tax that prepared you for <laughs> parenthood. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> After every visit, they'll have one spoon less, and they'll never know why. And a garage full of bent spoons at their disposal. All right, I am so looking forward to hearing something nice about me now. I'm giddy. I'm giddy, James. <laughs> you should be. So I'm definitely not making this up off the top of my head right now as we speak. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Okay, hit me. I would like to congratulate you, actually. You you got an award, and we missed it by a few weeks. I, I wasn't on the ball, but you got it. This year at Halloween, oh. uh, most consecutive years trick-or-treating in your town. I mean, usually yeah. people cut it off around 11 or 12, but not you. Not you. Every year you go in your costume of creepy old man, and you're right out there getting candy. Yeah, you it's tell us about that. At this point in my life, it's more of a half of a costume, if you know what I'm saying. I, no, we're not going <laughs> there. We're not to... going there. This is where the no butt comes in. I just in. wanted you to just feed a little more rope, and I would have hit you with the punchline. All right, so no more comments about underpants and mucklucks. But I do trick-or-treat, and I know that you're saying that in jest, but I seriously trick-or-treat because I love, I love Halloween. Getting free candy from the neighbors is like legalized extortion in my mind, and it is a delight for all the pain that my neighbors put me through this is the one time a year where they're able to pay me a little bit back for all of my stress and strain of having to deal with their ilk. So yes, most consecutive years, I've got the plaque hanging on my wall right next to the (laughs) pair of pants that used to be part of that accessorized costume, and now it's even more creepy without them. Thanks for bringing it up. The most impressive part of that story is you don't go trick-or-treating to people who don't know you. You go to the ones who do know you, who clearly are aware that you're like 70 years old, and you just keep going. (laughs) Good for you. All right. Good for me. Good for you. And talking about good, let's make something good for the listening audience, the four people. And you alluded to last week that we might have a fifth edging into the play here. But what debate are we going to regale their ears with? We've got a controversial one tonight. All right. Home Depot versus Lowe's. Which is better? Are they different? Yeah. Uh, you know what? You can't ask that. We got th- this was your idea. Don't give me that. This is uh, All right. <laughs> I got a great one, James. Home Depot versus Lowe's. I, by you the way, I like 6 hours of silence and I text back uh Okay. Did nothing we talked about in the meeting sink in with you? Are you that out of it tonight that it it was seven and a half minutes ago and it might as well be before you were born? 
Yes, yes. Oh, you know what? Flip God's the quarter. Okay. Heads, this, heads. I, you I know what? I don't even care. I don't even care because this is going to end badly <laughs> for both care. of us. I can just this tell. Is, is going, you know, when you're out to, uh, to sea and the ship is on fire, everybody dies. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what your deal is, but this is <laughs> this is probably the best show we've ever had. You're going to listen to it later. You'll be like, I see where you were going with this. You're a visionary, James. Thank you for leading <laughs> me to the promise land. Yeah, no, I'll say you were something. All right. Uh, the Guam Quarter of Fate is going to determine. And last, now, you're going to bust my chops for this again. What is the heads and what does the tails represent? I, okay, so you yelled at me for not remembering seven minutes ago. You can't remember 30 seconds ago. Did heads, you say it? I'm low. Yes. Oh, God. I said these exact words, and it's been recorded on your <laughs> own computer. It's not memory. Else. It's just lack of paying attention. All right. Heads is which one? Lowe's? <laughs> Heads is close for me. Tails is Home Depot. All right. God, this is going to suck. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, and then it fell on the floor. God dang it. Have you ever once had it not land on the floor? Yes. I, mean, I feel like I should revoke the It point landed the on the desk a couple of weeks ago. All right, heads. It is heads. You are lows. I am lows. I am, I am fortunate that I got lows because that's <laughs> yeah, the one store I'm aware of what it is. <laughs> so... <laughs> Lowe's is, as you know, a hardware store, a very large hardware store. This is starting great. (laughs) We are are stumbling out of the gate, but we're going to pick it up. You start start general and narrow in. You really (laughs) sink home the the final points. I'm just building my argument. Give me time. We're going around turn two right here. This is where we really pick up the pace. (laughs) Yes. So um, Lowe's is really, I believe, the first of the stores to kind of come out with the economy of scale. Because I don't want to go to some local hardware store uh, that closes at like noon on a Saturday. I want some giant big box retailer that puts everybody out of business where I can go at (laughs) 8 p.m. on a Tuesday and get what I need. Um, And and Lowe's has been there for me. Lowe's saved my house uh, when I needed Toilets. Yeah, I had. Uh, when we moved in. We had these toilets that barely flushed. And if you know me, I need toilets to flush quite a bit. That's kind of the purpose <laughs> of a toilet. So I went and bought the best toilets on earth from Lowe's, and the, then the flush squad. I had to make like yes. six trips back um, because you know various parts and things, and I had no idea what I was doing and had to get this or that. And uh, when, when I went there, like I was like, first, I'm going to go to my local hardware store. I'm going to support these guys. Yeah. Because, you know, they're a local business. They deserve it. Eh, and they a small close. town guy. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do? I need a toilet in your clothes. How am I going to support you? Who closes at noon on a Saturday at a hardware store? Outrageous. When do people do projects? Before <laughs> noon on a Saturday? Yeah. So I went to Lowe's, and Lowe's was there for me. What has Home Depot ever done for me? Nothing, Steve. Nothing. Home Depot, I'll, I'll tell you what Home Depot does for you. It provides those awesome orange buckets. Lowe's doesn't have anything equivalent to the Home Depot bucket. And those things you carry, I, I've got one filled with ash in my garage right now. You put anything in those bad boys, they don't melt, they don't bend, they don't crease. Those Home Depot buckets are made out of the thing that the black box is made out of in airplanes. I love of the Home Depot bucket. It's the perfect size and it's visible anywhere in your garage. If you walk in and have to survey the landscape, that Home Depot bucket pops. And when you need a bucket, you don't need to take time to sift through all of the garbage of all the kids and the wives and the you and all of the years of living in that house. The Home Depot bucket is there for you. It is a good friend that never leaves. It's like a good Reuben sandwich. That is the Home Depot bucket. Is this just a standard five-gallon bucket that's sold at literally every hardware store in America? Mm, no. This one says Home Depot on it. 
Okay, but is, is it the standard five gallons? It's just to be clear, it's a five-gallon plastic bucket. Well, it, by definition, a five-gallon plastic bucket is going to hold five gallons, right? How many gallons does your Home Depot bucket hold? I'll, I'll wait. You can go fill it up and tell me. I'll, I'll wait for the full uh, report back. I would bet it's more than five. I'm not positive on that because it's never really come <laughs> up before. You know what else Home Depot does? And uh, I'm just going to abandon this bucket argument because you're wrong. That uh, Home Depot, (laughs) they hire old codgers to work in the aisles. Guys that are missing fingers work with the hard or the uh, the uh, wood shaping tools. Uh, Guys that look like they've had their fingernails blown off work in the electrical department. Like uh, these are grizzled veterans of the home improvement wars. have had horrible accidents and have no business being your power tools or electricity. These are living example A. I have no idea what I'm doing, but let me advise you. Let me tell you what Lowe's has that oh. Home Depot doesn't have. Besides, besides sensibly colored buckets that are not garish orange. <laughs> garish, well, nice. Lowe's has race cars on the front of their carts. Well, and it's and- amazing. To, it, you can fit two kids in there. There's two steering wheels because that just makes sense in a vehicle. Because why let the driver have all the control? The passenger needs some too. <laughs> Especially in a NASCAR. The kids teamwork, they got to work together. It makes your cart like 20 feet long, so yeah. you feel like you're driving a limousine. Uh, it's it's incredible. And Home Depot has nothing on that. They just have some ugly buckets and some maimed workers who probably deserve workers' comp. And probably aren't getting it, because I'm, I'm just going to guess that Home Depot probably is not taking care of these guys the way they should be. You know, I think Lowe, Lowe's has workers that all have lower leg injuries from those giant carts that people have no idea how to control, that are trying to manage the corners. They get a little loose, they get a little tight, and all of a sudden they blow out a wheel and they take out an employee. The grizzled veterans, by the way, know what not to do, because they have done it all, and they can turn <laughs> you in the right direction. You know what else Lowe's has is they have that puss, Jimmy Johnson. As their spokesperson, he drives the number forty-eight car, and uh, his car is owned by that other puss, Jeff Gordon. They don't have smoke. Tony Stewart drove that Home Depot number twenty car for years and years. That he's a man. He is a race car driver, man. I um, you live in Indiana. You know exactly what I'm just talking. Was some kind of race car driver and move on. You can you can have that point. I even I I like the idea of small children being in a race car. Do I do I care to watch them on TV? Not so much because I'm out at the hardware store getting materials to improve oh my, my God. life. How many miles from the Indy Speedway do you live? Too many. Not you know, enough. Like, it's not like I can see it from my house. And you want to know what else? No, the crazy thing about living in Indianapolis. Oh. I'm going to tell you the crazy okay. thing about living in Indianapolis. All the big races at the at the 500 uh, yes. track down yes. there, they're blacked out locally. Are we they? can't even see them. Are they? Really? Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes they'll replay them. They'll replay them like two hours later. It's like, why would I want to go watch a race that already happened two hours ago? A race that wasn't in the first place. So if you want to get a good view. Of the Indy 500 or any other race, the Brickyard. Yeah. Make sure you're not in Indianapolis because that's where you can really see <laughs> it anywhere else in America but here. No wonder you are so angry. That's what this is all about. Hey, by the way, Lowe's? Who wants the word low as their store of choice? A low price. Low price. Why would you not want low? You want to call it highs? Low self esteem, low quality, uh, low production turnout. That's what I low hear hassle. when I hear low. Oh, complications. This is the depot. The depot is a French word. That's how exotic the Home Depot is. That T is silent. Where do you get that in the English language? 
You know what? The fact that they use excessive letters just shows how wasteful they are. They can shorten their whole name by a letter, and yet they don't. And they slap it on all their stupid orange buckets, and they just go about like it's the way things are supposed to be. But it's not. Yeah, if they drop that T, it would be spelled wrong, and all of your people would understand it better. You know what? The simplified spelling is the way to go. We like things simple at Lowe's. Mass-produced, cheap, and simple. I'll tell you what they have at Lowe's they don't have at Home Depot. They have the key kiosk, the one of those things where you go up and <laughs> you put your key in and it copies it. If you go to Home Depot, you got to have one of those guys missing fingers copy it for you. It's crazy. <laughs> and you wait for them, and they sit there, and they act like they're some master locksmith, and they're doing you a big favor. And then you go home, and the key doesn't even work. Then you got to go back to this poor guy whose one job in the world was to use his nine fingers to make you a key and do it right. You make him do it again. And that doesn't make it feel like crap, not at all. And, you know, while you're talking to the guy, as he is staring over the top of his glasses, or he puts his glasses up high on his forehead so he can stare at the key in his hand, he'll tell you all about things that you have no interest in, but you walk away learning something about home improvement, because this you guy learn, is a veteran. You don't veteran. go to Home Depot. <laughs> That's what you learn. <laughs> home Depot also, at its most basic, is orange. And orange is a much cooler color than blue. Now (laughs) pastel is the thing of the future, my friend. You ran out of reasons, like, at point one, and you just, (laughs) it's orange, it's orange, um, did I mention it's orange? Let's go ahead, I will concede the point that Home Depot is orange. That's not a value judgment, it's just a statement of fact, (laughs) they are orange. Don't know what that means to you, but you got that one. Your argument started and finished with you buying a toilet. What is that? It did. I gave a practical story of how Lowe's had improved my life, and you were just trying to shout out a color of the rainbow. Like, they're not even comparable. <laughs> well, as long as you have valid crack research behind you, I, I have no choice but to concede. You're right. You bought a toilet at Lowe's. Uh, you know what? Be still my heart. I'm going to change now. Hey, no, it doesn't bought, work that way. I bought two toilets at Lowe's, and they are amazing. <laughs> they were billed as uncloggable, and they almost lived up to that title. So close. <laughs> I have never clogged them. There have been a few dicey visitors, though. <laughs> I have never been to your house. Paper. Let me tell you something. It's pretty amazing when a three-year-old clogs a toilet. That is a sight to behold. Yeah, but there's like, like a, a blankie involved in that process. Yeah, two entire rolls of toilet paper, something like that. But it just, <laughs> my description, when I went up to the Lowe's guy, you know, in the aisle, I was like, I want a toilet that will suck my arm off. And he led me right to this one. And I wasn't disappointed. Wow, that's, wow. All right. So that's how they're rated now, is a number of yes. arms that'll suck off. This is a one-arm toilet. How many toilet? How many arms does your toilet have? It is the suck-off scale. That uh, he was a Russian guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. You know that didn't oh, exactly go in the Russian thought, direction that I, I wanted. Would be the <laughs> <laughs> thought I would be the problem. It's not it at all. <laughs> Look in the mirror. <laughs> I gotta stop drinking before we do these shows, but it's so late, James. I'm sorry I made you stay up past 8 p.m. your time. <laughs> I, I, I shudder to think of what your life is like. How do you stay up on Halloween? How do you manage? Ben Franklin said early to bed, early to wise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise, and I am all three of the above. You you actually missaid the statement. You do early to bed, early to wise. Early to you, rise. You, you wise. Early to rise. You said wise. You're all you're all discombobulated. <laughs> I'm a little loopy. 
I am literally wearing pants in the studio, and I'm roasting in here right now. Wait till the next show. I, we'll, their we vengeance will be mine. Sacrifice. <laughs> we really do. You've improved all of our lives. It's it's made things better. Uh, and when you're looking in that mirror, just remember that you bought it at Lowe's, the place <laughs> for all your bathroom mirrors to hang up. I've got to give you the last fault. word because we got to get out of here. Well, one thing this has taught me is to not even try to set something up with you ahead of time before we go hot with the mics. You know what? We should just turn on the mics the second the call starts. <laughs> we're going for our notes. Just start it up and see what happens, and and we will we will lose all four listeners instantly. But it's it's, it's a mercy driving away. Why why make them listen to the end of the podcast before they decide ever to sneak in? Why not let them leave at the start? Uh, we gotta go. Time is up. Tell us what you, you know. What don't tell us what you think. I don't care. At this point, I'm done. Until next week. Okay. You're you literally done. You just, just stop right there mid-sentence. Okay. I wanted to give a pregnant pause to start to build tension as people were, like, clutching their pearls, thinking, oh, my God, what will I do without wrong and wronger? And that's why so I backed off. The compliment I almost went with was to compliment your professionalism. Because I listened to a really bad <laughs> podcast right before this. And I was like, at least we're better than that. But we're not, Steve. We're not. We're at their level, if not below. Half of us aren't anyway. All right. Until next week. uh, And uh, get in touch with... In the meantime, the more discombobulated I go, the more I get. Get in touch with us on social media and uh, let Breakwell know that what ideas you have. We are obviously out of ideas. We we got nothing left between the two of us. The gas in the tank is just fumes. But Breakwell... We were talking about this. This is a brilliant topic. And this 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 is going to be the one in the hall now, of fame. Why just do you, you wait? You just uh, ran all up my front and down my back about me bringing this up, and now you're telling me it was a great topic. Well, you actually don't like it anymore. That's why I like it all this time. <laughs> all right, we're out. Until next week. This is Steve Olivas for James Breakwell saying, uh, "Thanks for listening." I need a new outfray. We we got to talk about this next week. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you.